No. So order this right now, fourteen ninety-five. I'm telling you, you are not going to regret that purchase. Columbus, the Nina, the Pinta. Okay. Let's go to the next uh, value at the. What, what, what we got over there, John? What We've never that? seen this before. Oh wait a second. Help me get random with Lady Sovereign. This is a unique project. You can help Zach Slow fulfill his lifelong dream of getting a date with this UK MC. MC UK. <laughs> Ken, tell us a little bit more. Yo, the first on the battle chat, yeah, run that. The Lady Sovereign story? The Lady Sovereign story. I was at a show of hers in uh, Southern California, and um, I was watching her perform, and I've had what I called this $10,000 idea. Zach was like, I think I have a new crush, you know? And, and, and that's, where, that's where the seed was planted, and he was just like, it would be so fun to go out with her and see if I could get other people to pay for us to go out together. It was basically just like an exercise in, in craziness, I felt like. He just kept talking about it and developing it, and we would we would chat about it. And our buddy Tanner got on board and helped him uh, design the site. She was playing in in San Francisco in a month, so how about I have one month starting today to to make a website and to get all this public interest. He he thought it'd be funny to have a couple videos on there to get it going virally. And, Jelly Donut had to jump in and say something about it. If you haven't seen what this donut looks like, it's basically, it's a, it's a person inside of this huge circular cushion, and there's a there's a hole for his head and a hole for two arms. Fucking believable But don't, don't take our word for it. We got a special message from a special friend. Who is it, John? Oh, he's a deep fried friend of ours. His name is the Jelly Donut. Kick it, Jelly D! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, the jelly donut one. Come on, I'm back at this time of raspberry. I got a message for you, sovereign. So get ready. It's the jelly. Come on, come on. Now in the UK, do you say jelly donut the same? You call cookies biscuits. So what's my name? It's the D to the O to the N U T. But forget the bakery. How about the date with the S to the L to the O to the W? He's not in love with you, just wants to cover you in 10,000 bucks worth of 40s. Get all the shorties screaming, oh lordy. What do you think your chances were? It sounds, I, I literally, the second, when I, when I was watching her live on stage, I literally had this thing in my head go off that said, this is a $10,000 idea. I'm not exaggerating. I literally thought I could get $10,000 right now and go out with this girl. Doesn't wanna touch your pool nanny. Just do lines of blow with you and your family. The second day, I'm sitting at work and someone emails me and goes, do you realize you're on the front page of Yahoo right now? That's crazy. Um, I don't know how I got there. I don't know. Um, yeah, I have no idea how it got there. But when you're on the front page of Yahoo, millions of people are going to instantly know about your about your idea. That was crazy. <laughs> the next day, her management got in touch with me and said, wow, this is crazy. Um, what's your story? And so then um, we kind of emailed back and forth a little bit. And then they basically said, okay, well, if you can get $10,000 um, by the day of her show, then she'll agree to go out with you if you get a room at a five-star hotel, you rent a private yacht, um, first-class first class tickets, and...
requests and it was all these like really catty requests basically and requests that I don't think they thought were gonna be a, were gonna be met. And then after that, I was like, let's do this, you know. I grew up in a family that was very politically active and socially conscious, and I went to a very liberal, super liberal art school. I think anyone there would scoff at the idea of raising $10,000 to go out with a celebrity when that money could be used for, obviously, much better endeavors. You know, I got thousands of emails. One of them says, seriously, get a life. <laughs> there are a lot more important things in the world that money should be donated to instead of partnering with a musician. So, I mean, I, I can understand why people think that. And, uh, and, you know, to those people, I definitely wasn't expecting them to give me any money. I got such different sp full spectrums of people saying, you're what's wrong with America. And then there was also people saying, everyone's always wanted to go out with one of their, with a celebrity and you're actually trying and I, and I applaud that. Did you feel like maybe the people who were saying you're wrong with America were right? Um, um, I mean, no. I did spend a lot of time thinking about that and kind of checking in with myself to see how I felt about it. But like, wow, is this kind of like a giant waste of money? Is this like, it was their little social commentary about, you know, how wasteful we can be with money and how you can waste $10,000 in one night. By doing this website, am I going to be taking away from other nonprofits or other charities? And I mean, in my head, there was an absolute, definitely not. There's no way that someone was going to go donate, you know, $100 to, to help deaf children. And then they looked at my side and they go, wait a second. You know, that $100 we were going to give to save deaf children, let's, let's give it to this guy to go out to Famous Rapper. It's just, there's no way that that was, that that was going to happen. Slowly every day, I just got more, more and more money. And literally two hours before the show, I was about $500 down. I was like, I might not actually, I literally might not make this by two hours. I ride the bus to work every day in San Francisco, which has this massive homeless population. The day before I'm supposed to go on this date, you know, I have like $9,000 of strangers' money in a bank account. And I see all this mental illness around me and all these like homeless people. Wow, this is intense. Like, there's so much money in America. People are giving me money for this kind of, you know, what seemingly and yet there's yet. Literally two hours before the show, I was about five hundred dollars down. I was like, I might not actually. I literally might not make this by two hours. I got a call from this businesswoman in Santa Barbara. She said, how much are you down? I said, like, 500-something dollars. And she said, I own a company. If you spend an hour with me to help me brainstorm some viral marketing ideas for my company, I'll give you whatever money you're short. And I was like, deal. Deal. 
went to the show with a couple of my good friends, Jelly Donut and, and a bunch of other people. Her show was really good. And then next thing I know, they're, they're basically like, all right, well, let's go to a tour bus. You know, date starts now. Were and, you nervous? You know, I actually wasn't nervous. The site was such like a humbling experience to me that by that point, I wasn't nervous anymore. By the time that it worked, I was like, you know, whatever happens now is cool. Like a midget, you know, with one leg and a parrot could have walked out and I would have been just as happy because like I had just achieved like what I put my mind to. And, and, and to me, I think that's what it always was about. And that's why it was exciting. She started the night by offering me a Pabst, which which was hysterical because I, that's what I normally drink. And I was kind of like, you know, we have 10 grand right now. Why? We're not drinking Pabst tonight. We can drink Pabst any night. You know, tonight, tonight, no more Pabst. It's me, her. It's the lady surprise. Jelly Donut. Yeah, the Jelly Donut one. A good friend of hers and her manager. We partied in this beautiful, huge yacht and rode around the bay for about four hours. And we just got hammered and just partied till basically the morning. We drunkenly commandeered the boat from the captain. We were actually steering the yacht for a while. I mean, she legitimately said that she's never had anyone do anything like this cool for her in her life. You know, as freaked out as she was at first, she was like, never in my life has anyone put so much thought or effort into anything for me. You know, she grew up in, in a sketchy part of Britain, pretty broke. And all of a sudden, you know, she kind of had this like teary eyed moment with me being like, you know, this is crazy. So then uh, a few months go by, right? Right. So, you know, we were just kind of glowing for a little while. We were like, that was fun. And then a couple of months go by, and I don't remember what magazine. It might have been Spin, but all of a sudden I read this random interview from her, basically dissing my good friend Jelly Donut. It's like in Spin magazine, she was she was calling us creepy. And then she says that my grandma paid for the date, which was like total BS. We had really good intentions going in. It was like, let's do something fun. There was nothing sexual about it. There was nothing, you know. It was just like, let's party on a boat. So I emailed her manager and her, and I was I was basically like, I know that you guys had fun. We've, we've all talked about how fun we've had, and like, you have a lot of power to be able to bash me in the media. And like, you know, obviously I have zero power. So I was like, you know, please, like, you know, don't bash me in the media. And she wrote back to me, she goes, oh, you need to learn to take a joke. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll learn to take a joke. I keep reading in the media her dissing Andrew, the rapping donuts, and you know she basically called him a crappy MC and he can't freestyle. She basically just dissed him, and at that point I was like, okay, if I need to learn to take a joke, then then you can learn to take a joke too. She was coming back to San Francisco in like three months. This is the first time I think she had been back since she had been trash talking, and there, you know, our group of friends are kind of like some jokingly and maybe others less jokingly like. Fuck 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> Andrew and I sat down and I, and I basically was like, you know, what if... You should go to that show as the donut. So we snuck in Jelly Donut to her own show. Sneaking in Jelly Donut is like sneaking in a couch. We put a bunch of posters on the donut just to make me look like a huge SOV fan. I was like, I love Lady of Sovereign. So I like waltzed in the door of this big club with the donut. And once they realized there were no guns in it. We handed out these little pictures of donuts. Like these little flyers of donuts. We started our chant right on time, and it went through her entire fifth song, which must have been annoying to her. The crowd starts yelling, you know, the battle jelly donut, just repeating, like, battle jelly donut, just over and over again. By the end of the set, you can't even hear her anymore. We had people lift him up into the crowd, and the spotlight lit him up and she just goes livid. She goes completely, she freaked out. And that's when she threw the drink on me and she spit on me and was saying something about the granny. And yeah. She threw down the mic at the end of the song and tried to charge him. And like security kind of held her back a little bit. <laughs> and then they threw me out, it was great. <laughs> Lady Sovereign IMs me one day and she's just so pissed off. She's like, I can't believe you came to my show and did that. And I go, oh, Lady Sovereign, I think you need to learn to take a joke. And, and in all honesty, right then, I think that's when she was like, oh, I see what's going on here. She, I think she got, I think she kind of realized she, she, she kind of set that up. And, you know, we've IMed a couple of times since and just kind of like checked in and said what's up. But it's just kind of like, it's just kind of whatever. So the beef is over. Yeah, I mean the beef, the beef, the the beef, the beef is over. 